Welcome everybody to episode 41 of the ADV podcasts. And once again, we have quite the show for you today. We're literally going to talk about the massive leak of all the 2 million CCP officials mm-hmm. uh, that are spread, some of them spread throughout Western companies. But we're also sure. going to touch on some uh, more lighthearted stuff as usual, because yep. we can't just be dour and sour all the time. Agreed. So let's just get straight into it. We're going to start with what's new, where we talk about what's new specifically to do with China. Mm-hmm. And, well, do you like to hunt monsters? I do. And I also like to sit on the ground. Oh, you took us out of the background. Um, <laughs> Monster Hunter. First of all, for all the people that are not uh, in the in the know, mm-hmm. what is Monster Hunter? Because you, you used to play that. Yeah, it's, it's a game where you basically run around and you kill monsters <laughs> are they like and, dinosaurs yeah and you can craft your own items and you can go camp in the wild it's been around for a very long time it's been on all the old playstations and stuff and uh, i used to play it a fair bit on my psp when i was living in shenzhen back in early sort of 2007 2006 nice. with my friends I, I literally by the way everyone i keep mm. saying literally because they're taking bets on how many times to say literally right um figuratively as well figuratively yeah. i had it on on 3ds i thought it was really hard it is it's not an easy game but anyway for some reason they decided to make a movie about it poor choice (laughs) yeah especially since it's kind of got game movies usually suck it you know it's got mila jovovich in it i think she was in resident evil which just shows you the level because she's in like 12 resident evil movies and they're terrible anyway um so as per usual these kind of movies these days are heavily marketed towards the chinese audience Mm -hmm. Uh, what movie isn't Especially, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the Monster Hunter franchise has, Tencent has a stake in it. Yeah. At least they license it for sure. for China. So usually what, just to explain, China only gets a certain amount of foreign movies every year. Yeah. And if a Chinese company has some backing or they do enough puff pieces for China in said movie, mm. so they have enough, they show TCL or they show Tencent or whatever. Yeah. Or, or that, they film that some Mung in China. Milk or or whatever that, that stuff is. That poison yeah. all those kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, if they do enough China stuff, then they get more access to the Chinese market. Because right. the problem is nobody in China is going to buy a movie. But yeah. they will pay for a ticket to go to the theater. You can't mm. steal that, right? Yeah. So it's a really big deal to get into Chinese theaters. It's a huge deal for Hollywood movies. Now, the problem is recently, even ones that have been capitulating to China still haven't made past censors. I know. Which I love because it's just stop bending down to an authoritarian regime. I mean, it's kind of bizarre. It, what was that um, like new King Kong reimagining movie? Yeah. What was it called? Skull mm. Island or something? Or, yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I was watching it and I'm like, why is there a random Chinese actress in it that really doesn't speak many lines or can't, right. you know? It's not a very good actor, and obviously the reason they put that in there is to appeal to the Chinese market. Because it's completely out of... There wouldn't have been someone like that back in the no. 30s or 40s when no. it was set, etc. It just... Whenever you see something that looks a little off in your Hollywood movies, like uh, Chinese cities and uh, product placement and random Chinese actors that don't seem to fit, now you know why. Yeah. It's just so that they can kind of coerce the Chinese market and kind of say, look, we're, we're appealing to you here, sure. you know... Um, this is anyway. something we've covered in depth. Yeah. Um, so if you're ever interested in it, search either of our channel names or ADV China and search Hollywood because we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. But uh, it's shameful. And we thought that these companies would probably start learning that they have no loyalty in the Chinese market. <laughs> no. But no, apparently not. Because this is, I'm. would you judge this clip as the biggest, most ridiculous one thus far? Um, uh, for the outrage? For the outrage, probably, yes. Because, okay. okay, let's set it up. We've got, um, I think it's an Australian um guy no yeah oh the other guy yeah yeah Yeah. we've got an supposed to be like australian soldiers in in this truck or whatever Mm -hmm. 
of course, we all know that Australia is kind of in the bad books of China right now, which mm-hmm. is probably why this yes. blew up. Correct. Okay, correct. Um, and then you have a Chinese actor, yeah. MC Jin. Well, he's American, yeah. but but he's, he's ethnic Chinese. He's Hong Kong American, and he <clears throat> he is the one saying the thing in question, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, how this could be racist if he said it. Yeah, you know. Anyway, let's, and his explanation is great. Let's too. look at the clip, and then we can sure. all know what we're talking about here. What? Look at my knees. What kind of knees are these? Chinese. I like the okay. question mark there. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, we had a dialogue between the Australian soldier and the ethnically Chinese MC Jin who, soldier. Who even started that conversation? The, the ethnically Chinese guy started Jin started it. So he's like, look at these knees. Yes. Right? He's making a joke. What kind of knees? Look at my knees. Okay. Yeah. So the Chinese guy is saying, look at my knees. What right. kind of knees are these? And the other guy's like, I don't what? know. What? What? And then he's like, That's Chinese. It. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a kindergarten joke that you say on the playground. So here's the issue. Yeah. No one in China would give a shit about this. <laughs> no. no one would think this is racist. That, that word racism barely exists in China. Exactly. They do not care about this. Yeah. But when they found out, or mm-hmm. whoever stoked the fire, that yeah. they could turn this into like us versus them thing, yeah. they did. So they, they launched on MC Jin, they launched on the movie, and they yeah. actually got it. It's not going to be able to yeah. be filmed so now it's banned. and in China. So after all the capitulation, all of the nonsense that this uh, you know film company went through to try and appease the Chinese market, they actually, because of this innocuous joke, which, by the way, the, they've interviewed this MC Jin yeah. guy, and he was proud of it. He was yeah, like, I thought like, his explanation was great. Yeah, he was like, this is my my chance to to show that i'm proud to be a chinese soldier yeah. that you know i'm representing china look i'm chinese my right. knees are chinese i'm chinese it was right. like it's a point of pride and he was genuine yeah. in his yeah he was and unfortunately because of all this ridiculous outrage mob and the nationalism and the anti-australian sentiment in china right now it's seen as racist they've blocked it they've completely banned the movie uh you know Things aren't banned in China for being racist, by the way. This no. is definitely politically motivated. Absolutely, yeah. It's, we just thought it was interesting. It's, it's too bad. I felt bad for MC Jin, who's like literally has to watch China put, turn his back on him and be like, no, what you said is racist, when we know that, that they don't think that. They, they're actually just called him racist, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> even it's, though he's Chinese. Yeah. Making I, a joke I, I about himself. I don't, I don't get it. It's not even demeaning. No, it's not. It's not. Not at all. Anyway. It's like if I'm like, look at these knees. What kind of knees are those? I mean, I get that. Knees. I don't know. What can you say? It (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It stems from the whole Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, look at these or whatever, that old playground saying or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's not even what he said. No, that's not. It's not that joke. Anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, So that's our first thing in what's new. Keep going. Yeah, right. Chinese. One second. Chinese. All right. Okay. A little campaign here. Yeah, we got something that's kind of uh, interesting and important. For those of you who don't know, one of the two men uh, over there are well is is an acquaintance of ours, somebody that we've met and uh, who we like and who we've sh- broken bread and shared many a drink with. Um, and also one of the reasons we well at least one of the reasons I decided it was time for me to leave China, because if he can get nabbed on trumped up nonsense charges and being sort of just detained Whatever, for nothing yeah. just because they don't like the guy because of a political thing anyone can especially if you're fairly high profile and make videos on the internet that don't always agree with the chinese mm-hmm. government so anyway it's appalling what's been happening to these guys 
they were, first of all, just kind of disappeared for about six months before they were even charged with anything. Mm -hmm. And then they were just charged with obscure, like, um, espionage, you know. No, it took charges. them so long to figure out what Yeah, they were like, what, can we, with, what yeah. can we charge these guys with? Mm, let's think. Mm. The reason is they're just little, literally chess pieces. Yeah, they're just pawns. Yeah. They just want to basically put pressure on Canada to release their Meng princess Meng, Meng Wanzhou, you know. Uh, and obviously it doesn't work because there's a proper judicial system. It's not like China where it's all about guanxi and, and connections. And if you put pressure on certain people, you can get, you know, certain charges dropped and stuff. Because yeah. that does happen in China. Sure. And, you know, you can say what you want, but that is the way China operates. And there's plenty of evidence out there to prove that that's the way it goes. Anyway, there's this lovely campaign. Maybe you can tell everyone about it. Yeah, so uh, human rights people and fellow Canadians are trying to, and this guy here, you can see his name is Louis Huang. Mm -hmm. um, he and many other people are sending Christmas cards to the Canadian embassy to send to China mm. for these two men who are detained. Mm. And hopefully bombard them with so many Christmas cards that it uh, you know, at least causes a little bit of a kerfuffle over there. Well, you know what it is going to cause is a huge bill for recycling at the Chinese, yeah. you know, consulate because they're just going to toss all that in a sure. dumpster. There's no I way just, they're going to be sent. I guess there. maybe the idea is that someone yeah. working there or someone. Eventually, there will be so many of these Christmas cards that they'll be like, "What the hell is going on?" And maybe mm -hmm. look into it themselves. You yeah. Know what I mean? Also, I I think it's a way to just prove that uh, people care yeah. and also you know listen we, we, we're not going to let this slide sure you know these guys they I deserve agree. they deserve a fair bit of fair, fair treatment and you know yeah kind of want to want you to let them go and stop being so petty yeah yeah, yeah for sure we'll anyway the address is in the description currently so yeah so if you want to uh, join in on this letter writing campaign because that's what it is mm -hmm. really yep. please feel free we are going to be doing it ourselves mm -hmm. because we believe that, especially during this time of the year, you know, it's all about forgiveness and it's all about spending time with your family and, and being joyous and all that. The these... CCP is really good at that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that <laughs> I'm uh, joking. Yeah, I the, these you. guys deserve a little bit of moral they support. They've been sure. uh, having to deal with a lot of crap for a long time and very unfairly. So. Maybe some prison, nice prison guard will sneak the letters in. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, cool. Okay. Anyway. All right, so let's do a couple of super chats before we move on to our next. Sounds good. Uh, Rick, if Chinese people use VPNs to see the world internet, how would the world view censored CCP internet? Much love, Taiwan and Mexican peer number one. Um, you'd, have to, you'd have to speak Chinese to use the Chinese censored CCP internet because it is all in Chinese. Well, do you know what? Actually, China senses that anyway. Have you noticed a lot yeah. of websites you try to go to them with an outside IP address? Yeah. And you can't. I had to do that today, getting material for our podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because, well, okay, first of all, uh, I found this out a very long time ago um, when a lot of the Chinese websites, they've cracked down on it to, well, to a great extent, but it's still not the case. But it used to be the Wild West where you could literally just go watch any movie. Mm -hmm. Download any music you wanted, any copyrighted software, you know, like you could download Photoshop or whatever, mm. off of public Chinese sites. They weren't behind some kind of torrenting site. It wasn't secret like the Pirate Bay or something. It's just like like going to Google and you could go and download whatever. Um, it was kind of crazy. So I used to tell my friends back home, hey, you know, like if you ever want to go just download a movie or watch a movie, you can just go to this Chinese website. Um, and it used to work for a time. But then I think... Somebody must have picked up on it. Somebody complained sure. somewhere, and they started to block external IP addresses. So even so, if you were within China, you could still go and pirate and download and view all these uh, copyrighted materials without any problem. 
Um, but if you were from the outside, it would actually block you. And I think they were doing that in an attempt to kind of prevent outside companies from seeing their stuff being used. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, like I have to oftentimes go to different countries on my VPN to mm-hmm. go onto Chinese websites because it'll block the American IP that I'm on. Yeah. Which is very interesting. I'll usually use like a, a Hong Kong address. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, anyway. it's 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 pretty fascinating. You know, there's some, like, hate websites set up against um, us mm-hmm. and uh, on some forums, and you also need a VPN. Yeah. That you can't to actually see the do chi- Maybe you're, yeah. they're confused. To see the Chinese websites. Yeah, we actually need a VPN. To, to VPN, pretend we're in yeah, China. Yeah, to pretend we're in China to see some of the things they're blocking from the outside world. Which is fascinating. So, yeah, they kind of block... Uh, you know the outside world's internet and they also block the outside world from penetrating into a lot of the Chinese internet so that's why it's more of an intranet really uh, Tresham1 mm. with $10 says can you explain to me what the heck milk dogs are now we have to tread lightly <laughs> around this one Yeah. but the fact that you sent a super chat you deserve some sort of explanation Yeah. Um, milk dogs are basically uh, dogs within it doesn't have to be in China we saw them in Vietnam yeah yeah so they're kind of rural um, Southeast Asia and Asia yeah dogs that have uh, udders full of milk yeah as dogs do when they're lactating yeah but you'll you'll notice when you go to these places that suspiciously a lot of these dogs are constantly lactating yeah they're just and there's a reason for that yeah. it's not not just because they keep having puppies no so you can use your imagination as to why they continue to lactate yeah you can go and uh, search Google yeah milk there's dog. actually a definition yeah. just Google uh, milk dogs yeah and you'll cool. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do one more. I am right. Chuko. Have you ever thought of doing a stream each week? We were talking about that. We may. We may. We may. We'll see. We'll see. We always enjoy interacting with you guys very much. It's the and best, best show we do is this one. We, yeah. we enjoy it the most. Yeah, we enjoy it the most. Even, we've got so much on the go. So yeah. many pokers in the fire or whatever you say. But uh, yeah, we enjoy this one a lot. So Cool. cool. Should we move on to our next yeah, one? Yeah, let's, let's. Okay, Soft Power Hour is our main segment of the show where we talk about how the Chinese government is uh, kind of... Warping your mind through soft power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, um, let's just cut to the chase. This huge, huge, huge thing that's been going on here with uh, this leak that showed 2 million um, CCP members, that's Communist Party members, that have infiltrated Western companies and, and uh, you know, are... Well, there's a leak of just the their names. Yeah. Right. Okay, now... And info. There's a, a lot of angles you can approach this from. A lot of Chinese people are members of the Chinese Communist Party. They just are. It doesn't mean it's anything nefarious. It doesn't mean that they are no, spies. No, 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 no. Um, it's just something that a lot of people do. And you do it to gain uh, bonus points, basically. Correct. If you're part of the Chinese Communist Party in China, it gives you benefits that you wouldn't have otherwise. Correct. Uh, and that's why a lot of people do it, especially if you are in some kind of government position. You kind of mm-hmm. have to. You actually have to be a member of the that's Communist right. Party. The problem with this, though, is that if you're part of the, the Communist Party, you are expected to fulfill duties to serve the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. You are expected to do that no matter who you are, even if you're just a normal average Joe who's just a card carrying member. Sure. If the Communist Party asks you to do something, you're kind of obliged to. Mm-hmm. You know, for king and country, so to speak, or Correct. for dictator and uh, That's why, country. well, you know when he said they're not spies and stuff, that's what I wanted to clarify here. Yeah. You're correct in saying that. At the same time, if you are in the Communist Party of China, yeah. you have to be a spy if called on to, to be a spy. Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to. to if right? they, you have if to they, divulge everything. Yeah, if they ask you, like, tell us how many people are working at your company. Sure. You have to tell them. You can't be like, oh, that's a company secret. Right. No, you. They. they are above like the communist party basically is your parents in china correct 
they are they have the authority of your parents mm. you got to think about it that way now this came as no surprise to me no. and, and i got to tell you guys about the confucius institute for a minute here uh for those of you, of you who don't know the confucius institute it has successfully infiltrated the majority of universities in the u.s and all over the, the globe actually as a, a kind of a cultural exchange program and while they do live up to that name, they have like Mandarin courses. They put on like events which show Chinese traditional culture and things like that. That's excellent not Chinese traditional excellent culture. excellent Chinese traditional <laughs> culture. That's not the main goal. The main goal of them is to try and push China's soft power. So, if you take a language course through the Confucius Institute, you'll notice all sorts of funny sort of language in there, trying to force you to believe that. Uh, Taiwan is a part of China mm -hmm. or that uh, China did this this way or China does this it's or literally the segment we're doing right now soft power hour is what the Confucius Institute does. I mean literally <laughs> you will while learning Chinese you will not be learning how to speak the language you will be learning how Chinese infrastructure is so great and how they managed to achieve you know all these amazing things yeah you'll be learning language on how to say you know basically or whatever yeah, China um, number one you'll be learning all that kind of stuff but that's just the start of it. They're also there to keep an eye on the Chinese students that study overseas. Sure. And I noticed that myself. And I've told the story before, but I will tell it again. I went to the University of Arizona to give a speech just when we had released Conquering Southern China. Mm -hmm. So I was promoing it and I got invited by the journalism department to go and do a speech about it and show them the pr promo and talk about my journey and all that kind of stuff. Because one of the subscribers, one of my subscribers uh, actually is a professor there. Mm -hmm. So I went in there and word had obviously gotten out and the Confucius Institute turned up mm -hmm. to my speech and your typical middle-aged lady. And Desert commies. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of other, you know, people in her entourage all came and sat in the class. And um, one thing I noticed is I kind of started the lecture. All these guys came in from the Confucius Institute and actually two students that were sitting up at the front of the class got up and left. Mm -hmm before I'd even started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Okay. It, because they seemed like they, were, they had their notebooks out, they were there, they were ready for this lecture. Suddenly the Confucius Institute walks in, these two get up and walk out. I was like, okay, that's very, very weird. But what was really annoying was, as I was doing my lecture and explaining what was going on, uh, this middle-aged lady kept interrupting me. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about the, the harsh conditions of the roads mm -hmm. in Hunan, okay? Which is terrible. Yes. You know it's terrible. Right. Okay. Obviously, you've got super highways, but we yeah, were going yeah. off the beaten path. Of so, as I was doing You're this, complaining, by the way. You're talking no, about the invention. I was just like, you know, incredibly harsh roads and things. And she would stop me and say, yes, but China has built new roads and China is great type thing, you know? Right. Did you and tell her to F off? I was polite, I know, okay? I know you were. I'm, I'm not... The, the, problem, the problem is, is that it was really frustrating. And I could see the Confucius Institute in action. That's what they're there to do, is to make sure that the Chinese government narrative is the only one <laughs> that is allowed to be spoken on campus. Do you know, do you know that mm -hmm. they're actively, they actively prohibit the liking or learning of China's excellent culture? They do. Oh, yeah. You think about it. They actively, they don't want people to, you were talking yeah. about how awesome Southern China yeah, yeah, was absolutely. and the rules. They, she didn't want you to talk no, about that. No, they just that. want people to know like the great achievements. Yeah, look at how big these buildings modern, are. Look yeah, at how good China, the party yeah. is. You know? And, you know, maybe ancient Chinese culture, they're all about that too, mm. you know? But anything that's... Anything Not that China's that excellent culture. No, anything that deviates. <laughs> anyway, so 
This was very frustrating, but guys, this was not the end of my um, experience with the Confucius Institute, because it turns out um, my friend's wife worked with them, mm-hmm. okay? Because they kind of co-opt all the local Chinese um, speakers or the, the recent immigrants. They give them jobs very easily to sure. kind of work uh, work in the university. They can help out with the events. And it's nice It's nice for a new immigrant, a Chinese immigrant, to find like suddenly have a click and be like, oh, look, it's just like back home. You know, we yeah. can... We can prepare for the Chinese New Year. We can make dumplings and things. Sure. That's like that's the positive aspect of the Confucius Institute. They do do some of that stuff, which is good. But at the same time, I was walking with them, and they're talking in Chinese. And what I overheard pissed me off to the like. You have no freaking idea how much it pissed me off. And to this day, I haven't told anyone what they were saying. But the the Confucius Institute woman was speaking to my friend's wife, and she basically said. They were talking about um, a relative of uh, my friend's wife. She's like, don't worry about it. We can just bring them over on like an education visa. Mm. We can just bring them in here and they can, you know, we'll get them to do a little a little something here. But then they can come. Confucius Institute's just randomly bringing people in mm. for favors or whatever it is and putting them in there. And because they've got this broad scope of being this cultural exchange program and you don't know who's coming in. No, it's literally CCP corruption that we know yeah. about in China. So, he, so this, here. this this Confucius Institute can actually be bringing in spies. They can mm. be bringing in just horrible people, random people, people's relatives for favors, you mm. know, help laundering money. Who knows what they're doing? But it's that easy. And I overheard it. And that's just exactly what that was the exchange I overheard. So the fact that the Confucius Institute's embedded and just randomly bringing people in, who knows how many CCP Yeah, well, I guess we were, we just, mostly we just weren't su- surprised. No, that's why I wasn't surprised that there's no. so many. Also, um, the way it works is when you, when you sign, sign up for your visa for the States, for instance, and I know because I had to do it myself, part of your visa application, you have to state whether or not you work for a government. Um, Correct. Okay, you have to state if you're a party or you have an affiliateship with, uh, you know, any kind of right. um, whatever. whatever Communist Party of China, if you're coming from China. You know, if you've ever been, I don't know, complicit in genocide, that's one of the questions, no joke. Um, They have a whole lot of things about, did you serve in the military? All this kind of stuff, okay? And it's basically just on good faith. Mm. So if you say no, 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 unless they really dig into you, if you look like a real um, suspicious person, they're just going to take your word for it. And that's unfortunately what happens with the majority of um, Chinese immigrants and Chinese tourists and stuff is they just go no 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 no. Also, when they're coming in over the border, I know this because I used to train the doctors and tell them, hey, listen, you're going into Australia. What are you taking with you? And they'd tell me, oh, I'm going to take this TCM, this and this and this and this. And I, I would tell them like, you need to when you write that like customs declaration form, say you have food with you and mm-hmm. say you have this because that's they're all taking their own thing. They're like, no, sure. they said no, we don't have to do that. Like every time I just say no, it's never a problem, right? So that's the attitude that you're getting. And so when they're applying for visas and stuff, they say no when it says, you know, are you a member of the Chinese Communist Party? They just say no when they are. Of course. And a whole lot of them, like I'd say, honestly, probably the majority of these people are well, that are coming here. Well, like, yeah. I, I, yeah. from my experience sure. anyway. Sort of people that are kind of moneyed, people that have... Mm, At least have direct yeah. ties. They have ties. And, and if you have made, your, made something of yourself... <laughs> as a middle-class person uh, in China, you usually are a member of the Communist Party, or at least tied to the Communist mm-hmm. Party in, in some, some way, way, because that's what's allowed you your success. If you run a business in China, it's very difficult not to without connections. 
Sure. You know, that's right. just one of the things I'm saying. So anyway, what what it boils down to is the fact that it's very difficult for the American government or any other government to know whether or not the new Chinese immigrant or the Chinese tourist or the uh, professor that's come over or the student that, that's come over, it's difficult to know whether or not they are affiliated with the Communist Party because sure. there's no database. You can't ask China and say, hey, no. is uh, this person, you know, no. part of the Communist Party? They don't allow that information to be to be shared. Well, it's not in their interest. That's also why um, you've seen, you know, I keep tabs on this because not only my wife, your wife, but our other Chinese friends, especially those living in America, they all have these groups on WeChat where they talk about what's going on in America. Mm. And very recently, there's been a lot of like worry about this thing because they're all saying like America's going to kick us out if they find out that we're, you know, Chinese Communist Party members. That's what's been going on around mm. in these circles. You had those thousand um, people that fled. Mm. You know, the, that were in like research positions and stuff recently. Right. They just mm, fled. Yeah, I wonder why. They fled America when they, you know, when they started to arrest people for being affiliated with the PLA or whatever it is. I think it was the FBI was going after these guys. And um, suddenly, like, just a thousand fled. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It just shows you that there's so many of these guys entrenched. And the problem is, it's like a big sleeper cell. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if they're working in an ice cream parlor or a high tech company. When the CCP calls, sends them an email, does whatever, they will be obliged to do whatever the CCP Sure. Says. I mean, so. it's great that this old document was surfaced. My take on it is, mm. you know, appropriate action from intelligence around the world will, will take action, right? Yeah. The issue that I have is it's just going to cause, well, China's already had a lot of time to regroup and figure out how they're going to continue this operation. It's not going to stop. Yeah, it's not going to stop. Unless, unless countries really take it seriously, to be honest. Because yeah. China takes it very seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The, so. the problem with that document is that it's from 2016. Yeah. And uh, that's a long time ago. Sure. And since then, countless more uh, CCP members have managed to infiltrate uh, everyday jobs and all different walks of life around the globe. Sure. And it's, there's something to be said about that. It's, uh, it's a foreign government organization mm -hmm. you know it's it's not like oh you're part of the democratic party registered member of the democratic or the conservative party or whatever it is that you guys have here the elephant and donkey crap that you mm -hmm. guys like so mm -hmm. much it's not like <clears throat> it, that's different that's just who you vote for right <clears throat> when you're part of the communist party of china it's not about voting or anything there is no vote it no. means that you are beholden to the communist party of china sure. Correct. okay and you are now a member that's there to further the interests of the Communist Party of Correct. China. So just uh, food for thought there, guys. Yeah. Um, oh, it, the, you can show some of the companies that were compromised. Oh, yeah. Let's take a quick look at that. Um, now, this, yeah, there's been some cross-referencing of some of the names. And uh, let's see what we got here. Okay. Volkswagen, 5,700 members. So, yeah, that's a lot of Communist Party members making your German car. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what their angle is there. Boeing, that's a big mm. one. Oh, yeah. AstraZeneca, mm -hmm. Pfizer, Qualcomm, Hewlett Packard, HSBC. Yeah. Yeah. It Some makes, of those are quite important. Yeah, like banks. Like Qualcomm. And uh, Pfizer. And Pfizer, yeah. So the, the new vaccine is going to make its way to China, you know. They've already imported yeah, 7 million. Yeah, I know. Probably already made its way there before. At least in preliminary yeah. research, yeah, it's very possible. 
So again, not saying that all Communist Party members are spies, but the potential for them to be a spy is great. Yes. I'd say 80% if called upon. Oh, if called upon. I mean, what are they going to do? Relinquish their hidden duties? They'll get punished. Yeah. Not only do you get punished, but all the benefits that you get will be Mm. taken away. And that's the reason a lot of people joined up. It's for like cushy benefits for um, pensions and retirement and things like, you know, that bag of rice every year or whatever they get. Sure. It's I'm not even joking about that. You know, you get you get this thing where you get a like a year's supply of toilet paper and oil and rice and that kind of thing. Right. It's, uh, It's just a part of everything. And a lot of it has got to do with stability of your family back home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you go against the wishes of the Communist Party, even if you're not in China, it will affect your family. Sure. And that's what people are deadly afraid of, of course. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Right. Shall I'll, we move on? Let us take a few super chats and then we will move on. TMD says waterfalls, guys. Yo, Shrewd <laughs> says sending some money to fund an Australia trip. Cool. Excellent. Thanks. Mm. Uh, Zachary, my family and I both recovered from COVID-19. We got sick a few weeks ago, but now we're feeling better and ready for the vaccine. Happy holidays. Awesome. Can you smell again? Apparently everyone loses their smell. You can eat like anything. You don't taste it, apparently. Yeah, so then just eat cardboard. Yeah, that's good for you. (laughs) Well, I mean, you could lose weight because now it doesn't matter. Sure. So you wouldn't crave pizza anymore. You just crave blandness. So just eat lettuce instead. Yeah. Mm. Yo, Chimbus. Hey, guys. Thanks for all the interesting videos and podcasts during these times. Staying inside a lot. They certainly made me want to visit Taiwan at some point. It's awesome. That's great. You should. Bengal Tiger in New York City. What do you think? Uh, sorry. What are your thoughts on the spread of Chinese soft power through apps? Sorry, I just lost you. There it is. Uh, like TikTok, games like Genshin Impact, and tech like DJI and OnePlus. I mean... You did a whole thing on the, yeah. the TikTok. Go check it out. I did, yeah. like, if you search Laowai86 and then TikTok, I've done probably three or four videos on Yeah, they're all very power. good. They're yeah. very good. They're fascinating. Check it out. Definitely. The other yeah. stuff are just companies. I mean, their, their existence is soft power, I suppose. But Yeah. Look, I mean, when it comes to tech companies like DJI, uh, it's tough on that one because DJI, DJI has actually done a lot of innovative stuff that sure. other companies have not. Sure. It's not like Huawei that just copied everything, sure. right? Or... You know, OnePlus, again, they are just basically doing a copy of something at a lower cost, giving you higher specs at mm. lower cost, stripped down versions of stuff. It's nothing really, you know, Correct. spectacular. But DJI, they've made some, you know, their drones are fantastic. And um, I don't know, they pocket Osmos and stuff. People like them. It's just a camera company, though. So I like to try and separate them from the Chinese government. For sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. in a way. Yeah, I don't see them soft-powering anyone. No. Magnum Beef, I've uh, mm. been waiting since this news broke to see y'all cover it. Glad I could catch the live stream. Thanks for everything you guys do. Enjoy mm-hmm. a beverage of whatever variety you're imbibing these days. Mostly Thank w- you. Mostly water. <laughs> uh, and last one, uh, Guillermo Vargas. I've enjoyed your stuff for a long time now, and I wanted to give you something in return. Thank you. I also you. have a connection to Chinese people through my wife and children. We love your channel. Have a Merry Christmas and stay awesome. You too, my man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much for that. Yeah. Cool. Shall we? Yeah, let's move on to our next section. Our next section, of course, is a worldview where we talk about things around the world specifically to do with China. Okay. And our first thing from worldview is we're going to talk about Sinovac. Oh, well, actually, my video just dropped on that just yeah. like a few hours ago. So Very good video. Go, go check it out. Thank you. Mm. If you want to learn about the China's, China's COVID-19 vaccine. Now, just <laughs> how? Well, you had a good joke. Well, I mean, look, this yeah. Website. yeah. 
the fact that they still use Adobe Flash Player, it's an unsecure, look, it's not secure website. A vaccine company that gives you computers viruses, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doesn't cure or protect you from anything. I mean, the irony is rich. Yeah, really. it is really, really rich. Seriously. Um, but the, um, yeah. <laughs> the Chinese internet's another game. I mean, if you've lived yeah. in China, you'll know all about, like, the websites are just insane. It looks like like if las vegas had chinese characters all over it and floated around everywhere yeah yeah with like little doves doves. (laughs) it's a different different internet over there exactly and your computer has to have malware on it otherwise it doesn't work dude it won't work the malware keeps it together you have to have that 360 that sun leo links you know that nonsense they have like an anti-malware thing called 360 and it is malware it is malware (laughs) and when you put it on your computer it's mandatory in china to have it in like every university they were like no we have to have it yeah so I was like, okay. And then when they put it on there, it literally popped up porn ads yeah, in class. Up. Yeah, it does. And they're like, oh, but the, the kids were used to it. Yeah. So they like didn't blame me or anything because it's like sitting there popping up on the freaking 360. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. It slows your computer down and it uses your com- computer as like a seeding machine. Yeah. So like, it, you know, it's, it spams your computer with all this stuff in your internet connection, but it's there to protect you from virus. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just thought that anyway, was kind of funny. Was funny. Uh, Sinovac is also, you know... Um, one the of the big, one of the big scandal-ridden, the, yeah, one yeah. of the big, one of the big guys working on the the vaccines. Anyway, sure. watch watch Milk's video; it's very good about vaccines. Um, yeah, guys, here we go again. Um, another sad story of a company being pressured to uh, not support developers, and uh, you know. A game developer in this this point because China's feelings were hurt. Sure. Okay. Let's just talk about this. Devotion is a game made by a Taiwanese developer. Yeah. Somewhere in there, there's an Easter egg. It's like a scroll on the wall. Yes. And it says basically that Xi Jinping's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't even look like. No, it's just like written in like yeah. traditional Chinese script or something. So, good old games, you know, GOG.com. They were going to release it. It was going to be released. It had been slated for release. Everything was good. Sure. And then the Wumao army, uh, the 50 cent army, you know, our biggest fans, uh, they just started attacking with their typical vitriol. Yeah. You've hurt the feelings of the Chinese people. This <clears throat> this thing is terrible, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of nonsense that they do all the time. Um, and, uh, well, what happened next was very predictable. Uh, good old games capitulated. And here you can see earlier today it was announced the game Devotion uh, is coming to GOG. After receiving many messages from gamers, we have decided not to list the game in our store. So by gamers, they actually just mean Wumao. Yeah. I don't think companies realize that there's like a concerted effort. These guys that are going out, these Wumaos that are, are attacking good old games and saying, you know, you better not uh, put this out there. They would never buy the game. No, they would not buy from you anyway. You're not losing no. a market from these guys. They no. just pirate stuff anyway. What's well, the whole Facebook <laughs> theory? It's like uh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. You know, he, sorry, Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. The Zuck. Yeah. The Zuck himself. You know, he's been trying to capitulate to the Chinese government for so long in hopes that they'll grant him access to, to China. And yeah. It just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So he does these censorship things. He allows all these things to happen for his company that really compromises comp- company's integrity for nothing, yeah. you know? And yeah. the same thing, GOG, I, I mean, like, I, I imagine their board meeting was probably like, well, maybe eventually we'll have access to the Chinese market or something. I don't understand, because they said earlier today they announced. So they just announced it the same yeah. day. They and got, bom- they they got Wuma bombed. And you can see the Wuma down there is like, ha, 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 ha. 
Gandre Kaitraguadze. Yeah, which is like, oh, you can eat sunflower seeds now. It's like basically they're laughing. Victory. Yeah, it's, it's like victory. we we did it, guys. We did it, guys. We, you can we sit back and relax. Exactly. We shut them down. It's just there's acknowledgement mm-hmm. of this, and the problem is actually this is quite successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a theory that potentially a lot of content on YouTube and other things like that could be getting mass flagged by Wu Mao's too. Oh, they are. And it doesn't necessarily remove the content, but what it does is it stifles it because, you know, a company is going to be worried if they get thousands upon thousands of flags. Yes, they'll think that something must be wrong. Right. And that's the, the, their strength is in numbers. They're very well organized. Not sure. only do they actually have departments that work for the Chinese government to do this kind of thing, but just forums of like lost souls, you know, these mm. nationalist young men who've got nothing else to do. Right. They get together, they put out a rally cry. These guys, are, it's it's incredibly sad to see that this sure. is all they have going for them. Sure. It's like the only thing that gives them a purpose in life is to go out there and band together to try and shut down any company or product that has anything that might put China in a bad light. That's their job, you see. Right. That's their, their self self-made job and that's who they think they are they're part of this army and they're very proud of it mm-hmm. so they go out and do stuff like this and literally within a day got gog to capitulate and say mm-hmm. we're not going to put the game on here sure um so who loses in the end obviously the de- developer loses yeah but i think places like gog lose their credibility too how sure. are you allowing your yourself to be manipulated by these trolls these sort of internet yeah trolls? i mean Ridiculous. like certainly they have the infrastructure and technology to figure out where this stuff's coming from yeah you know no absolutely like, and obviously you know who the most pissed off people are the developers in taiwan and the, the taiwanese people who are like are you kidding this is another blow to their whole identity mm-hmm. you know they can't even be represented in a freaking video game yeah it sucks man it sucks it's horrible so, yeah what else do we have on the cards here i know what we've got on the cards we've got questions and answers time which is where we answer your questions and you question our answers so, guys, hit us up with some uh, super chats and we'll see what we can do. Dwayne Hunter, love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Days of Candy, thanks for all the eye opening content, guys. I'm happy to have found your channel this year. A virtual round of beer, I mean. Cheers to you. Perfect. Too. Thank you Thank so you. much. Uh, Tresham1, a uh, little extra because I loved y'all's 70s cosplays this week in <laughs> Worthless Whips. Thank you. If you guys don't know what he's talking about, maybe you can explain. You, you know, this we're trying this thing. It's called the Cars of Playboy, or the Cars in Playboy. And it's on our car channel, Worthless Whips. And it's just so much fun to go through these old 70s Playboys and look at the old adverts, not only for cars, but style and all the, the things of the day. Mm-hmm. Go, go through some of the historical context. I mean, the series is not doing fantastically, but you know what? Everybody who, well, who the, watches the feedback's it, amazing. Everybody who watches it enjoys it and loves it. We enjoy making it. So we mm-hmm. hope more of you guys can go sure. and take a look it's at it. It's fun to make. It's fun yeah, for people to watch. So. Yeah. Uh, sorry, JPN. What's with the 50 Cent Army at it again with video games? They went after GOG after Devotion's re- uh, release and Hollow Live canceled the collab with Asus because the feedback from gamers. Gamers, right? Rolls yeah. eyes. It's not gamers. I mean, look, they obviously do game, but I feel like the games they play are really just those those flash-based stab the pig collect money games you know those ones <laughs> the majority yeah a lot yeah, of them yeah 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 for sure yeah uh a collab with asus they canceled a collab with asus i know a company dude just because it's from taiwan doesn't I have know. political connotation yeah it's life gabriel garcia do you think the younger generation who many dislike the government censorship online will be able to change china's future for the better the problem is those people were born under that blanket of censorship already yeah so they're kind of used to it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, China is much... The, my wife's generation is more international than the current generation of kids. And yeah. we thought it would be the opposite, but unfortunately it's no, not. No, unfortunately not. Because, you know, they've, they've grown up 
uh, as the first generation surrounded by like just ridiculous wealth everywhere you know sure. so you see big buildings and you see cars sure. and all you know whether they're Ferraris. wealthy or not yeah but you see that all around you sure. and so you feel like that that's just the way it is whereas previously there was a lot of struggle to kind of raise yourself up out sure. of out of a bad situation and that that really makes people strive for something better you know yes but when everything seems like oh things must be okay. i mean they're not necessarily happy it's just no. like they you look around and you're placid mm. boiled frog syndrome the surveillance state keeps buffing up gets more and more but you're used to it because yeah. they add on more and more under the current leadership correct so when you're born into that there's not a whole lot of democratic change that people are willing to do because they're not hungry um, and things aren't necessarily in turmoil things are domestically censored so that nothing looks bad yeah so you never know right yeah it's a tough thing uh da, 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 da. jonathan case do you think western media bias is making the u.s vulnerable to the ccp i almost hear nothing about swalwell and fang fang despite the potential damage yeah uh, yeah i mean look it's a very broad thing there, I mean, there's a lot to be said we're free to say whatever we like yeah you know? um that that whole swalwell thing i mean that really is just like what we we're saying about all the ccp infiltration sure. Uh, sure. infiltration out there you know, you've got a Communist Party member that's going around sleeping with mayors and, uh, you know, gathering intel and digging herself into this, all the political people like a tick, sure. you know. Um, it happens and she's just a full-blown Communist Party member. It turns out she's a spy later on. Who, mm-hmm. You know, all the pillow talk that she picked up on from these mayors and stuff has it made its way back to Beijing. It happens. And into I, the I ear feel like of you'll, Xi Jinping. The fact that you know about it means that you saw something about it. So yeah. it's not like secret I mean, information. Yeah, it's unfortunately um, in the West, it, I've noticed anyway, here in America, it, the media seems to focus on painting america in the worst light possible it's a weird thing it's like american press is the worst critique of america they they just can't stop saying how shit america is that's like their full-time job is just to go out there and say how shit america is every day how shit the politicians are how shit the streets are how shit everyone's oppressed or whatever which i'm looking around and i'm saying Holy, holy crap, guys. You are so off the mark. What a useless bunch. But, you know, in in uh, China, the media's sole purpose is to shit on other countries mm. and praise China. So it's the complete opposite. The media over there just will nonstop praise China's achievements and praise the, the sure. Communist Party and praise... You and I both had a very... I'm American, you're not. But, yeah. like, when we both came back to the U.S., yeah. I both of us had a very fresh perspective on what it means to be critical. Yeah. And we were just like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Gosh yeah. darn it. Yeah, anyway. it was funny. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Mm. Some ancient Chinese wisdom from opiated bliss. A <laughs> okay. relative I know used to say that. You guys can read it if you <laughs> okay, like. Okay, right. Uh, Leong, Leong, I think yeah. that's Cantonese. Um, yeah. Finally, you guys are drinking again. Here's more beer money. Actually, Thanks, man. Trying to cut down. Yeah, I, I had a few too many last night. I've just moved. I've just moved house. And I tell you what, there's nothing more upsetting than moving a house, really. Mm. You know, you, your whole world goes upside down. And Sucks. I, I wish we could, yeah. like, stay in one place at some point. Yeah, anyway. Jennifer, uh, when I studied at University of Edinburgh, all the Chinese language tutors for the Chinese degree were Chinese students from the Chinese Confucius Institute. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Have you noticed how these so-called uh, cultural exchange programs from China are always one way? Yeah. There's, like, tons of Chinese... Um, professors and Chinese students and whatever coming to universities here but you don't see a ton of Western mm-hmm. students and professors going there sure and it's not out of choice it's just 
it's always in favor of the CCP. It's always one-sided in favor of sure. certain of these things. You know? I uh, I thought it was interesting because we were talking about Confucius Institutes or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that I kept reading that the federal government's cracking down huge on yeah. cultural exchanges with China because of what they are. Yeah. Really, it's Just pretty soft power. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I'm so glad to see that if if they manage to shut. Why the hell can a university not have their own language course, Chinese language course? Is it that hard? Yeah. Why does it have to be Chinese government funded? Yeah, it doesn't. You know, and the worst part is, is that they use American or whatever country's tax dollars to, you know, subsidize this and give them a place to sure. to do their thing from and set them up with offices, set them up with everything. It's a big, you know, I don't know how to explain, it, but a big conglomeration of all these, you know, like Chinese government funding, local taxpayer money, uh-huh. all this stuff all going together to basically just further the Chinese government's soft power propaganda. Correct. That's all it's for. It's sure. such nonsense. Kick them out. Hire your own Chinese te- like teacher or professor. It's not that hard. There are tons of Chinese speakers and Chinese people that live in your yeah, country. Yeah, how about ethnically Chinese people yeah. that speak fluent Chinese? That's what I'm saying. Right. It's not that hard. You know, it's just like you get a French teacher. The French government's not setting that up. No. And if they know? are, I mean, like, that's fine if it's an amicable thing, but it's Mexico's not. Mexico's not setting up your Spanish teacher. The well, Mexican government's not setting it up. It wouldn't matter because Mexico would allow us to do a U.S. exchange. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Like, I can't go and set up on behalf of the U.S. government, set up an American exchange program promoting the values of democracy <laughs> in China. <laughs> no, Think no, of how can't. ridiculous that sounds before yeah. it sounds like we're being pigheaded. I know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because there's no reciprocity. That's yeah. the issue. Correct. I want to go. I would love to go to Beijing and set up an American Values Democratic Association. Yeah, the George Washington Institute. Yeah, why not? Yeah, teach a little democracy to everybody. Yeah, where we can rewrite history. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like they do. Anyway. Oh, funny. Yeah, let's move on. Mad Rocks 303 on your Southern China episode of the families in the stilt homes. Would yeah. it have been considered rude or improper for you to tip or leave something for their hospitality? Oh, that's something you don't know. Cute. You don't know is that I actually did leave something. Remember, yeah. they gave us this bowl of fruit. Or whatever those horrible. And, what, and no, what was that? It's like a root. and uh, sweet potato. Was it? Yeah, sweet potato. Yeah. That's right, sweet potato. Um, not going to say it was great. In fact, it was pretty awful. But well, at the same just, time, yeah. the gesture was amazing. And, they, you know, there were such friendly and genuine people. And that's the beauty of that is that encounter was not planned. Mm. We just pulled in there because, you know, I wanted to Almost film that bridge. Wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, th- that's the thing. We did a lot of fixing for conquering northern China. But yeah. southern China was just seed of the pants stuff, right? Yeah. So, anyway. Um, they had this like bowl of sweet potatoes or fruit or whatever the crap it was that they gave us um, that they'd mined from the hills. Mine. Because you know you mine sweet potatoes yeah, or whatever. It's Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so as we left, I slipped like 500 RMB, which is a hell of a lot. That's like for for the people living there, that's like uh, months and months and months of sure. wages. Like if they even earn a wage. So I put like 500 RMB in the fruit basket thing under the sweet potatoes. So later on, I can only imagine that while they were picking up their sweet potatoes to have their dinner or something, those cold-ass, gross, doughy sweet potato things that we ate, they'd find the money and hopefully we're very happy. That's the thing is all the charity Winston and I have done has never been public and we've <laughs> no, done that on purpose. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. some people like to do otherwise. But. No, that, that's the, the whole point of charity. It's like you, you notice that if anyone brags about how tough they are, mm. they're usually the weakest. Makes and sense. it's the same. It's people who brag about how much charity they do, they're sure. usually the worst people. Makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sharktooth says, keep up the good work, guys. Love listening to the podcast every day at work. Just in mm. time for a beer or tea on Friday. Have a brewski on me, and thanks for all the lockdown entertainment. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a pleasure, it's our mate. our duty. Yep. Um, 
Next, we have Case Close 93. I saw a report in Hong Kong. Protesters are concerned the loss of Trump will result in less support of them. They cite comparisons mm. to Obama and Biden's weak response during the umbrella movement. Your thoughts? I actually agree with them from just from an outsider's perspective. Sure. There's actually two camps of that. I, I understand. Just the, the fact of the matter is that no matter, matter what you say about Trump is he's, he's very loud mm. and blustery. And that's what China responds to. Sure. China doesn't respond to weak diplomacy or, mm-hmm. or silent and uh, thoughtful diplomacy because they'll just walk all over you because they're just like, oh, look at these idiots and they just sure. carry on. But if you're like, no, stop, you suck, then they're like, oh, shit, they've, they've noticed our wily ways and it's time sure. for us to do something about it. And that's what Trump is good at doing. Sure. He's saying it's, you know, the virus came from China. Meanwhile, China's like been favored, like, oh, actually, no, it comes from frozen food mm-hmm. from from you know australia oh it's salmon from norway oh it's actually from italy they keep trying all this crap you know and they think that they're getting away with Mm -hmm. it and maybe some morons around the world are actually buying into that sure but then trump would come out and say like no it comes from china china sure you know however he used to do that thing um and i think that really kind of made china take a step back and say like holy shit he can see us he can see what we're doing god damn it right you know (laughs) and so with the umbrella movement thing that's what they need is they need somebody to stand up and speak on their behalf that has a global stage, someone mm-hmm. like Trump. And I just don't see uh, Biden doing that. We don't know that yet. Because he'd be like, <laughs> or something, whatever he says. <laughs> we don't know yet. But, it's, uh, dude, you know. I got to say that the, these, these presidents you guys have had recently, both or whatever, whether Biden is going to be or not, I don't even know yet. The funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I cannot tell you how many like times the, these Biden gaffes make me laugh. Sure. It's some of the funniest crap you've. It's like a comedy. For me, I think people, <laughs> I think people, especially in China, put way yeah. too much stake into what yeah. the presidency means. Sure. Because we have so many like, you know, the fed, federal intelligence. You yeah. have like all the all the stuff surrounding that. That's operates outside of the presidency. People don't understand. You know? <laughs> I love that the other day. Don't what, be a pony what was, soldier. Dude. What was that thing where he was like? Um, Poor people are just as bright and just as smart as white people. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? It's a good one. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my I life. I still like donkey face ponies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he said he was quoting a movie, but he didn't know what movie. movie it was. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes it even better. That's a pretty brilliant thing to say. Pale face donkey soldier. Or yeah, do- like dog face. Dog face. <laughs> Pony soldier. soldier. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit. I, that yeah. was a good one. The fact that he came up with that's genius. <laughs> I know. I Dog face pony I feel like there's just a brain fart. I, I agree, but that's yeah. one of the most beautiful disasters. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, I'm just having anyway, fun with this whole yeah. thing. There are two camps, though, of the protesters mm. that yeah. people were telling me about. Anyway, Dave M. Wow, thank you so much, Dave. Wow, that, that's incredibly generous. Thank you um, so much, mate. Really appreciate it. Guys, massive thank you. Watching your videos has been great fun after seeing the videos of Taiwan. I finally enrolled in a safe riding course to earn my license. Nice job. Sweet. I'm waiting for the travel restrictions to ease for a year in Cambodia and then Taiwan. Cheers and Dude, Merry Christmas. You that's have a great time. awesome. You're going to have the adventure of your life. It's so good. Thank you so much, by the and way. And thank you, yes. Sam Johnson, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the old doctor. I wish I could give you more, guys. Uh, you're doing important work. And one of the few sources of truth out there where traditional media has failed us. You guys are picking up the ball. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Isha. Mm-hmm. Uh, M says, if Hong Kongers migrate to the UK, Australia, USA in large numbers, the West would have non-Chinese, a non-CCP Chinese-speaking population that would spot CCP influence. So that's a very good point. 
It's true, although they'll be Cantonese speaking. Doesn't matter, they still mm. understand Mandarin. Yeah, they do, <laughs> the majority of them. Um, absolutely, and you know, that's, that's something you see anyway, mm-hmm. uh, depending on where you go. You know, if you've got the more traditional Chinese neighborhoods that have uh, been there for many generations. Taiwanese or yeah. Cantonese, well, because mainlanders couldn't leave. Yeah. The, only the recent immigrants are That's the, the thing, like, you know, all this leaks about the CCP stuff. Mm-hmm. These are all people that have immigrated or moved over in the last sort of 10 years or so, 10, sure. 10 to 15 years. So those are the people that should really be under the microscope, to yeah, be honest. Not, not the not Chinese no. diaspora. And certainly not anyone who's just ethnically Chinese. No, that's not how it works. It. No. it should be recent immigrants from mainland China. That's, you know? that's it. Yeah. Really. They're especially ones that are now working in, I don't know, security companies yeah. or... Yeah. I mean, like... Military or... Whatever, if they're just, like, roaming around. But if they're in, like, high security positions, then you better best be checking be- it out. Yeah, better do a proper background check, you know? Yeah. Use freaking Baidu or something. I'm appalled at how much it's information so is actually easy. out there. When we have to do recon for stuff... Yeah. Like, there was something that blew up the other day. Um, it was just... It involved vegetables or something. Yeah. Something along those yeah. lines. But, I mean, it's just so easy to find stuff on Baidu yeah if you can speak Chinese and read Chinese and I'm pretty sure that hopefully the intelligent agencies of whatever countries have Chinese speaking people working for them right you know because it's just always out there yeah Uh, Milky Chan says please do more videos USA Patriots need you thank you very much absolutely Uh, case closed 93 Tim Pool recently said you may be a guest on IRL wow Hmm. We'd Did, ever do you have to wear so, a beanie? We'd be, we'd ever be so lucky. That'd be, uh, I'm, of course, I'm more than, anything. More than happy to be a part of any anyone's uh, show if they are For putting sure. out the right message. Absolutely. I mean, we don't have to agree. Nope. I don't know much, but I do know that we'll, we're obliged to do pretty much anything. So, mm. cool. Reach out, Jeremiah Johnson. Merry Christmas, boys. Hope the holidays are a good time with fams. Toss a silver bullet on the tree for me. Put Will do. Stay healthy. How did Christmas evolve in China when you boys were there? Um, it started out as like a kitsch thing. Yeah. There was a, even like in the city I lived in, Huizhou, there was a big Christmas tree. The day I moved there, there was a big uh, Christmas tree in the city center square, which I thought was interesting. Mm. That doesn't happen anymore. No. Um, They've started tearing down that kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like... Shopping malls, you'll still see stuff. Yeah, it's more like... There is a bit of a war against Western stuff. Oh, big time. Yeah. So there was this huge attack... I can't remember what it was recently, like it was for Thanksgiving, some professor or something in China, a Chinese person, gave out candy or something and said, like, I'm thankful for this. And they're like getting attacked. They're like, that's sure. not our Chinese holiday, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, unfortunately, especially under the Xi Jinping yes. thought nonsense, they've been removing any reference to Western stuff from textbooks. They've been uh, making sure that no Western holidays are observed. Not that they were observed. You have to understand that Christmas in China has always only ever been a like a... A money thing you know sure it wasn't you didn't get a day off or anything like that it's just like oh let's put up decorations and put sales on in the mall and you know uh-huh. that's something fun for the kids to do dress up like elves or whatever and you know when you're t- teaching kindergarten you know all about that shit yeah especially if you're a, a white guy they dress you up as santa claus and you have to go like you know do all this stuff and give out gifts and it's fun it's the usual kind of festive thing that goes on but as Seamilk said, recently they have been kind of cr- clamping down on it. You can't put up big decorations anymore, really. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Gail Mibson says, Winston, Faf or Eben? What does that mean? I do not know. I'm, am I like... <laughs> am I outing myself as being weird by not knowing that? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, Milky Chan. I choose Faf. USA people <laughs> need your voice. Critical do videos daily. 
Uh, Han W. Hi, Winston Matt. No question. Just wanted to wish you and your family have uh, families a happy holiday season. Loving the Worthless Whips Excellent. channel, by the way. Thank you very much. Great to hear. Kevin, uh, does the CCP consider Russia an ally or no? No. No. Uh, they're not an ally. They are friends of convenience. Mm -hmm. Allies of convenience. Yeah. Would they militarily back each other? Probably not. Probably not, no. No. Uh, Nevid Pay. I'm working on a movie script. It feels like you're the only ones who could help me with it. Would you at least consider looking at it? Sure. Yeah. Send it over to our... Uh, Business at advchina.net. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bengal Tiger New York City. Have you decide, considered doing more streams on Twitch? We've never been invited to Twitch. Yeah. A lot of people do streams on Twitch and make some good money on there, too. Mm, interesting. They'd probably ban us or something. Yeah. Nexus H. Yeah, the Wumas you. would come and say that we hurt the feelings of the Chinese people. Yeah, because we'd be new, so they'd yeah. be, we'd be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Where are we? Do daily podcasts. We heard you, Melky. <laughs> Get truth out for Trump. That's not our job. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Go Goines. Go Gones. Goines. Are you saying that right now our things are good in Hong Kong because of Donald Trump's tweets? No. No. Not no. at all. No. We're saying how Donald Trump was standing up to China vocally was helping the morale of the, the people on the streets in Hong Kong. Sure absolutely was right. why do you think they were saying donald trump you know don't trust china china's asshole mm. <laughs> you know sure. and putting up like all the waving the american flag and stuff sure. it's, you know there was a there was, there was a thing time for that yeah yeah xi jinping says uh thanks good it's good to see you my man uh biden said lying dog face pony soldier that's, that's what right. he said yeah, okay <laughs> whatever it. it's it's bizarre <laughs> yeah uh santi says publicizing uh, charity is hypocrisy, in my opinion. Thanks for not doing so. You're very Absolutely, welcome. Yeah. You know, I have to say thank you for that. No. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> yeah. Siddhartha Chuan. Uh, Chao Han. Uh, great content, guys. Thanks. Thank you for sharing your experience. Our mm. pleasure. Tunay Tahitian Faya 987. Is your feud with Jayo legit or just for the sake of the show? I know you guys used to be friends. There's no feud. There's absolutely no feud. <laughs> I don't know why it's, people think there's a feud. Yeah, I think you're yeah. looking into it maybe yeah. from one perspective. Yeah. No. There is absolutely no feud. Um, you know, I made a video about the vegetable we propaganda, was, which is hilarious. Yeah. And it's just pointing out exactly what's being done. If you do Chinese propaganda, like yeah. for a white monkey job, that's mm. honestly, that's fine. Yeah. That's, but just say what it is. It's yeah. just, it doesn't go further than that. I've exposed what my white monkey jobs I did. Yeah. You've done Me the too. exact same thing. There's, there's no shame in that. I mean, like, yeah. it's a bit of a laugh, right? If it was part of an itinerary for you to go dance with vegetables, to me, that's <laughs> hilarious. And then you can make a joke out of yeah. it. That's fine. Yeah. If and you, if somebody yeah. like you makes a video about it and pokes a little bit of fun at it, that's fine too. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's so, life. There's no feud. Yeah. yeah. Dustin Pearson, thanks to Wooflu. We may not able to be able to celebrate with fam. That sucks, yeah. Some exposure there, Lol. Hope your holiday is merry and fulfilling. Thanks yeah. for the amazing content. Same here. It sucks. Yeah. My my daughter, it's like heartbreaking every day. She's like, I miss, you know, Nai Nai and Yeah Yeah, your grandparents. Mm -hmm. My my parents. Yeah. Uh, Julian Raiders, what's your opinion of Australia fighting back against China? It's, it's, it's your duty. It's about time. Maybe a little too late. To but... quote the guy going to Tiananmen, it's your duty. Yeah. You, you know, that's the only thing you could do is stand up to, you You know, China's been taking the piss for too long yeah. as far as Australia's concerned. Juan and Yao. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Steamrolled the crap out of you guys. And, um, you know, it's... They're not going to stop either. It's sad to say that, uh, well, it's just sad to see this situation. You know, Australia is supposed to be a proud nation that kind of runs itself, but it's not anymore. It's just a mm -hmm. bitch of the CTP. By Australian. Yeah, that's the only yeah. way we can. And you know what? They're going to they're gonna hammer your economy. They're going to beat you, browbeat you down into capitulation. Just don't. 
just tighten the belt. It's belt, gonna, you know, it's cut gonna the fat. Just, for, just it's deal. gonna suck for a while, but you know, changing your supply chains is gonna take a very, very mm. long time, and it's gonna hurt mm. short term. But it's very tempting to, to just be like, you know, that's how it is now. Mm. No, you have to just suck it up and deal with it. The whole deal world has yeah. to decouple right now. Yeah, that, that's the position we're all in at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Just come on, guys. Australia, stay strong. Everywhere, um, everywhere, yeah. stay strong. That's yeah. currently having to deal with the CCP's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Find better friends. Find better friends. You know, you you learn. I don't know in school if this happened to you, but you always have that one rich kid who's a real asshole. Oh, dude. You know, and it's not his well, own money. His it's name. like his parents. There's always that guy. You get arrested eventually. Right, and everyone just kind of wants to hang around with him because he's always bringing in the best like snacks or whatever yeah, for lunch. And, yeah. You know, you know. He had like he, a gold chain. Yeah, if he did. In like fifth yeah, grade. Yeah. And you he know. He always had yeah. gushers and like cool snacks and stuff. You kind of hang around with him because you feel yeah. like some of the wealth might like fall off, you know. Yeah. Um, but they're always the worst assholes. And to associate yourself with them is always a bad idea. You're always going to get into trouble. The guy's just going to be a piece I of shit. I couldn't stand that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he so, always was. So that's, that's really that's, what that's the CCP, CCP is. is. He's that the, the, the sad thing. Yeah. And I think the thing that we really... Mm-hmm maybe misleading people into thinking and this is actually this is how chinese propaganda works on taiwanese people yeah is to think that china is rich mm. china is rich as a nation in terms of like a nation right if you're talking about like per capita what the the what person the on the ground it's a poor country yeah it's very poor thailand is richer malaysia is richer yeah you may not think that you might think of J- japan as like china no yeah. china is much poorer than japan if you're talking yeah. about the people right yeah. So when we say it's the rich kid, the government is certainly rich. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, we're that's talking very about. Very true. Very true. Cool. Uh, Dan Ferentz, our our boy Dan. Merry Christmas, guys, and to you too, Dan. You too, mate. Um, you too. David, pay one more time. Rescript. Can I actually have a virtual meeting? I promise it will be worth your time. Just reach out to us. We'll yeah. Send know. send an email to business at adbchina.net. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I guess it. that's it. Thank guys, you very much, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait to see you in the next video. Um, I have a video coming out tomorrow, but it might be a little late. I haven't finished editing it. It has been a hell of a week. And, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, and we've got a new vehicle coming for Worthless Whips, actually. So Ooh. can't wait for you guys to see that. Something new and red. Finally, we haven't had a red car. It's not going to be red for very long. No. <laughs> it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, can't wait to see you next time, guys. Until then, you know the drill. Stay awesome.